Welcome to episode 14 of the Bend It Like Bentner podcast, the podcast where we discuss anything and everything Premier League. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Bend It Like Bentner and on Twitter at Bend It Like Bend One. I'm Jonathan and I'm joined by Cutter. What's good? What's good? And Joey. Yo. So we have a lot to unpack today because obviously we had the midweek. We also had the you know, the normal games, and there's a lot of good games um, to preview. So, Cutter, where, where do you want to start with this? Um, <clears throat> Let's see, what was the biggest game last weekend? I mean, it'd probably be the City yeah. United game, but yeah. it was literally such a boring game, there's not even much to talk about. Yeah, we, we can hit that quick, because that was supposed to be the... Most entertaining game, um, and yeah, it. I don't know if you guys watched it. I, I did. It it mm-hmm. sucked. It it, it was it, literally. It, just sucked. <laughs> it was. It reminded me of the United Chelsea game. It was just as boring, except there was even less chances. Yeah, there yeah, was only worse. twenty shots in the whole game, and four on target. So well, twenty is not that low. I would yeah, no, but the four low. on target. Yeah, four on target is low as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And it was 50-50 on possession, but nearly. So kind of kind of an even boring game. But w- would you say mm-hmm. Man U did a good job? Because, I mean, they, they don't care if it's boring or not. They they kept a clean sheet and they got a draw against a better team. I, th- I think United would call that a good job. I mean... I think both well, managers would be upset with that game. Because City's been in such poor form this entire season. I mean, their last... I mean, they just tied West Brom the game after, who is absolute garbage. Yeah. Just fired their manager. He's been struggling to score. Completely struggling to score like crazy. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's an all right result for both teams. But I feel like this is a game that United needs to win because I don't feel like City needs to win because I feel like City still has the ability to turn on and win out their games at any point in time. They're just not doing it. Where United doesn't have that capability. So those top six games are super important for United, and they've dropped points in every single one of them. But they're in a position to, where they could be second in the Premier League with their game in well, hand. Well, they, they beat Arsenal, so we don't count that. <laughs> I thought No, Arsenal beat them. Arsenal won. Oh, Arsenal beat them? Yeah. Oh, with the penalty. Yeah. yeah it was um, I, I must have just it was, penalty. It must have been Man U, but... After, it, was, after it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was Arsenal's goal of the month for October. <laughs> oh yeah, because it was their only goal. Was it actually? Like, yeah, I think they scored in Europa, but in the Prem, that was there. Yeah, it was their only goal in the Prem. But did they did they actually have to like put on the website goal of the month and and it was Aubameyang taking? I I, I I feel like they avoided that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably completely ignored it. Yeah, um, but um, the, the thing is, City the whole season have been kind of doing the same thing like they're still i still find them quite good to watch actually and they're still creating really good chances and and de bruyne in particular hasn't had any noticeable drop off to me they're just not scoring goals like and it was more against west brom where they had these really good chances sam johnston had to had to make like three really really good saves to keep them in it but it's kind of confusing at this point because we thought it was because they didn't have a striker. They got back a striker. They actually had like a couple of good results. They beat Burnley 5 0. 
And then now they're back to it. Like, I, I don't... Do you guys think Aguero could just be like a panacea, or do you think it's maybe a David Silva effect? Um, I think it's just a heart effect. I feel like it's a Pochettino Spurs effect where there's just not as much fight in the squad anymore. Hmm. If it's like it's almost like they feel like they've, I mean, it's not like they haven't even won the Champions League though. That that team should not be dropping points the way they have been. I mean, they have drawn five games already. Yeah, I think they got second in their in their Champions League group too to Porto. So did they really? I think so. I'll check right now. No, they they won. They won the group. Oh god, they only conceded one goal in that in the qualifying. Yeah. So you can't. But yeah, no, that was my bad. No, you're good. Go 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 study your soccer, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you were saying some someone was saying something. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, the players already won the league twice, and they will have 16 points in the Champions League now. So do you think that's all they care about? I could be part of it. I mean. I, I feel like when I so. watch them, there's not there's not the same like urgency and effort that I feel like it's usually put in. I feel like there's a lot more lazy, sloppy passes. I feel like they've been tighter in the back than they were last year. But could it be a, a I don't I don't I don't see I don't see the same flair going forward that I'm used to City through the middle at least. Could it be a COVID thing too? Because there's a lot of weird stuff going on with I I mean, different teams. He he made zero subs against against West Brom. So how can you really blame COVID when you're not even using your subs? Yeah. yeah. Well, he can't. He can't blame COVID because he's not using the subs. But we can. We can do whatever we want. But... Also, at City, <laughs> they wouldn't have fans in their stadium, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not what I meant. Like, there's just a bunch of weird stuff going on, like in in different leagues. Like, I think Barca's like tenth or something like that in the league. There's there's a couple other things, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the or not anymore, but prior to this midweek clash, all the leaders of Europe's top five leagues were in the Europa League. Or wait, are wait, in the really? Europa League. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Real Sociedad. I know Real Sociedad. We we were what about League One? League One is I think Lille or Lyon. Wait, no, Lille, it's definitely Lille. Lille past PSG, yeah. Um, and then Italy is, um, AC Milan. who is it? AC Milan. Yeah, and then so Germany Sociedad. is, Sal or uh, Leipzig maybe. No, Leipzig's in Champions League. Bayer Leverkusen. Bayer Leverkusen. Oh, they, as soon as they get rid of Kai Havertz, they they perk up. That's what we need to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we can go to that next. Everton, <laughs> Everton, Chelsea. And my oh my, Kai Havertz. <laughs> and I can name a list of people who could play better. <laughs> um, but what happened, John? Hey, my last podcast, which didn't upload, but the but the last hypothetical podcast, I guess, I I was talking about how <laughs> Kai Havertz has been pretty bad for us. So that's that's not and new it's... he was particularly bad against everton um how does it feel and... to know you've had the worst sign of the season so far the... <laughs> have we <laughs> have we van der beek yes he... van der beek doesn't even play well he's doing more than havertz in my opinion he 
Havertz had one good game, so yeah. <laughs> Brandon Peek isn't isn't bad in the minutes he plays. He just doesn't get playing time. But the anyway, one thing I, how, I really want to point feel? out, I, I I really, I mean, we also have several candidates for signing of the season, so it, it doesn't bother me too much. Well, talking about one of those players, between the the one thing I I I've seen the issue with Mendy. And I don't know if you've wait, noticed. Wait, 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 can I just speak on Havertz for a second before I move on to someone yeah, else? Yeah, real quick, real quick, yeah. real quick. Just for those of you who don't know, like I, I understand that he was really good at Leverkusen, and and from what I hear, he he can like do anything, play any position. He's <laughs> amazing. Let me just tell you what he's been like at Chelsea. Half the game he's invisible; the other half he's given the ball to the other team. He, there were a couple of games where he he looked. He looked. He looked pretty good. He, but he 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 hasn't had anything close to a standout performance. He's just had a couple of games where he wasn't um, mediocre. So yeah, it's, it's it's been pretty bad. But but I've seen a lot of people lumping in lumping him in with Werner and saying they're both playing bad. But he's played a lot worse than Werner from the jump. Hundred percent. Yeah. <clears throat> so going on to what I was about to say. I don't know, Joey. So you played goalie, so you might see it as well. But is it just me, or is Mendy's positioning always horrible? And every like all the goals he can see, he seems to be way out of position. Like it's, I feel like he's always off his line or way too far to the side. Like I feel like he gets. I feel like vision the ball a lot. I think it's just you. The, the problem with his positioning is because of what happens like prior, as in he hesitates to go to or yeah. stay from the ball. He's always caught in two minds. Well, I mean, and you saw the Wolves goal, up. right? The goals that yeah. Wolves scored. They yeah, were... yeah, that that was. I mean, Neto hit way. He was shot. way out of position. On the uh, it was, which one was it? it? Was it was the Neto one, right? And he was, I like, think the Potens one. He, he got beat near post, and you can't. Yeah, oh, yeah, get, it was the Potens one. Yeah, the Potens one. He was that was yeah, horrible that was. position. He was standing in the middle of his goal when the man's like in the corner of the eighteen, which doesn't didn't make sense. It was that one. Um, even but yeah, I, did, I didn't even see the, the, pe- the penalty was a pass. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not gonna get on him for that because obviously you have to commit. But what we're talking the Everton game? No, yeah, or Sigurdsson. Well, Ka- well, Cavalier. Yeah, yeah, it was on Cavalier. Yeah. You, you're not gonna yeah. get on that. I thought for sure you would get on that. Do I have to get well, on that? Yeah, that as well. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. I don't even, and then also even. The chance Los Celso had in that end of that game, like that was when I really noticed no, and I started no, taking no. account. You were, nah, you, you, were, you were wrong on that. You were wrong about we, that. No, we were, he was off his line. I remember that so vividly. You were wrong about that. He was off his line. He should have been off his line. He should have been off his line because if he slipped in Kane, then he would have been he would have been there. Yeah, I mean Kane would have Kane could have chipped him though. It was not yeah, like he was why, like. That's why he had to be. Close. He was in no man's land. Like it's not like he was all the way out, or he was on his line. Like no. he was straight up in no man's land. He was in the right spot. He would have gotten to Kane. Nah, I don't. I don't think so. I, mean, I don't know. That's my opinion. But, but if you wouldn't, oh, have been, I, pay why, attention to it. Pay attention to it. And every goal you guys have conceded, he, he usually is out of position. Trust me, I pay attention to it. I, I, I didn't see the Wolves goal, so I'll, I'll get back to you on that. I haven't seen anything to do with that game. Yeah. But yeah, because you want to what you you were talking about that earlier. But otherwise, but but you can't say it's a pattern. I don't. I don't. I haven't in in the other goals we've conceded. I definitely disagree. I don't think he's been in bad position. I don't know. I've seen it happen. 
I want to say consistency. It's not like a Pickford effect where he's always out of position, but I see it sometimes that he's just kind of drifting off his line, getting caught ball watching, and the ball comes in, and he has to react really quickly. But I mean, I feel like his reactions, he has really good reaction time. He's really good at stretching out to make saves. But I feel like his position, positioning could uh, let him down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was just one thing I noticed, especially with that put in goal. That was. <laughs> That was really bad at positioning. Uh, well, you have to check it out yeah. when you watch the game. I can't say about the positioning, but if I have any critique of him, I think he has um I think he has the capability to make poor decisions every now and then. I think we're gonna concede a couple more goals this season. Uh w- w- with what Joey was saying. He he can be hesitant sometimes. And then with the Calvert Lewin thing. He should have been hesitant. He should have laid back. I, I don't think he should have committed to that. Silva was in a good position. M- Mendy didn't have to rush out and, and take Lewin down. Um, yeah. But he oh, I, overall... He, he reminds me a little bit, his decision-making, what you're talking about, a little bit like Lloris, like maybe like two or three years thing. ago. Lloris never comes out, though. Well, we does, it never turns out well. You're definitely thinking about that red card against PSB. Yes. Where he took out Lozano. Yes. I mean, I think Lloris has been one of the best goalies so far this season. Like, genuinely, he's been incredible. 100%. I I think he might be the best goalie so far this year. I mean, there's some other – you can make some cases for some other goalies. But I feel like he's been up there with the – I don't think he's made a single mistake all season, right? Goalies against us. I mean, the only harsh one (laughs) – Yeah, Darlow's been really good. The harsh – He had 21 goals. The harsh things that I've been seeing were a lot of people were getting on him for the goal that we conceded against Palace. Um, No, 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 no. no. That that was super difficult. He he can't he can't move until he sees that there's a, a flick, and that ball was was that was a low cross. Like it wasn't like the fact that it got to him is kind of surprising. It was more the fact the only reason it got to him was because people missed the ball, and then it, he kind of just had to wait there and wait to react. Like he's not gonna sit there and be prepared to catch it because he has to wait for the last little flick. Yeah, he was pre- he was prepared more so, for the save than yeah he had to prepare catch. for the save. And I mean, it's not like he didn't parry it very far. I mean, for how much time he had to react, he still got it out out of the six. Like, but just eh, they were first ish. reacting to Paul. Yeah, it, it wasn't a gaff or anything, but I don't think he did the best on that. Um, it wasn't much also, else he could really do. I don't know. Gwai- I'm, I'm not gonna uh, that. I don't know how to say his last name, but Gita, Gita, Gaita. Um, Gaita. bro, the saves that man made in that game. But the Harry King goal. No, 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 no. That's not his, that. I that mean, was I just mean, incredible. I shot. mean, speaking of, keepers, I'm telling though, you. A couple of games ago, we could have said Mendy was the best in the league. <laughs> so just for some perspective on Mendy, and Cutter would never have let you say say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he hasn't. He's only how many games has he played for you guys? Close to ten now in the prem. Would you say? Yeah, probably eight, nine. Yeah. Remember, he wasn't. He, there was a time he wasn't conceding anything. He wasn't conceding a single thing. I mean, he, Spurs had five clean sheets in six games. After the you got the defense sorted, I mean it's not like literally he's had no part in any of the goals. I mean Mendy's had a part. Maybe well, remember, I'm not picking Mendy over Larice. I'm just saying. No, yeah, he, yeah. He would have been. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. But like he's definitely in that conversation as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. We kind of got into the Spurs game, obviously. But, but the guy's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. yeah we're gonna talk about the Spurs one a little bit. 
We're talking about the both Spurs games. The thing with well, I wanted to go back to Everton, Chelsea, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can talk about that real quick. Yeah, because the thing is, we, we were talking about Mendy, but we, we didn't really talk about that game at all. Um, Chelsea didn't look too great, and I think I figured out why. Um, but first of all, Everton played really good. They had a really good game plan, and, and their game plan basically was they were playing a form of pressure where they weren't playing like a high press, but they were... It's they, a midfield press. Yeah, exactly. Right? They were just that's kind of, That was how the old Spurs Pochettino press was the midfield press. And that's mm-hmm. really good for like a mid-tables team to like work on that. Yeah, they were playing... You know, with, a workhorse midfield. And and the key thing is that it didn't let up. They Tim Howard even said at halftime, I don't know if they can keep this up the whole game, but they did. They played with extreme intensity in the midfield the the entire game, which is exactly what yeah, they had it's to do. It's because they know that Chelsea has players like Chilwell. Well, actually, I'm not going to throw them under the bus. But like your your defense, um, Havertz, Mount, Conte, that if you put them under extreme pressure, there's a chance that they'll make a bad pass. So I feel like they wanted to try to force those type of passes, those poor passes and poor decisions in the midfield to try to get them on the break, well, it, which it is a really, really Havertz. smart game plan. It, they completely exposed Havertz because they put pressure on him and he cracked. He completely cracked. Yeah, but um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I think we missed Ziyech a lot because you know we we've been playing great, and I've talked about our versatility in attacking. But our, our top creative force, without a doubt, has been Ziyech, and yeah, w- without and Mal, Ziyech, I, 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 yeah, I but, think it's been Ziyech by by a long shot over Mount, and and uh, and then Mount you could say is tied with the fullbacks. Yeah, but against Everton, yeah, Reese James also. Reese James was great. the only one that that actually was still able to play his game against Everton. And, yeah. and I would like to point. Do you out, see why I put Reese James in my top ten now? Do you finally agree that that should be a top ten fullback? He is so good. Well, he has to be now. Yeah, he, he has to be good. Yeah, I was the only one with him in my top ten. I mean, good call, but was he a top ten last year? Because I based most of my stuff Toward on last the end of the year. year. I think so. I mean, I was going off of current players. I mean, it was mid-season. It was through the we we did that poll or we did that episode like after like what like six games. Yeah, exactly. So you you seem to put a little more stock in the in this season than I would. current form. But um, I don't know. Clearly, I put a lot of stock in Harry Kane's form. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> which which you have to. But uh, in in terms of Chelsea. I mean, yeah, I think I think that's enough to touch on. The only other thing is we didn't actually play bad against Everton. We didn't play bad by any means. We just needed to play better. And you, you didn't have the creativity you needed. And uh, I mean, we hit the we did hit the post twice. That has to be mentioned. And the goal that got scored on us was was a really stupid mistake. It, it wasn't um, you know, it was just one mo- moment of uh of a mental lapse. And then yeah. I got I got to look at the Wolves thing. It, it, you mentioned something that's pretty worrying. We haven't done well against any of the the big sides. Good team. Um, or not? Yeah, not yeah. even big. Just good because Wolves isn't necessarily that. I mean, they're pretty good. Um, yeah. They're, well, they're one of those teams in that top nine group. Like, yeah. ignoring what the actual table says, they're in that top nine group. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even I, if I would say 15, we did well against. Spurs. Our, our, I would say we did well against Spurs, but again, but then again, we didn't beat you guys, so you, you have to win these games. Yeah, well, that was just you. I mean, both teams played good in that game. That yeah. was just a, a good yeah. magical battle. 
Yeah, which exactly. is hard. Like sometimes you see a game like that, and you're like, "Well, that game was zero zero, but then also the United City game was zero zero. But you're saying both those teams played good, but those both teams played bad. It's just it kind of depends on how the teams play and the tactics for the on the day. That's like, why you got to watch the games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't only just look at a the, the scoreline to know how the game actually went. Mm-hmm. But uh, but anyway, yeah, with, with Spurs about the Chelsea games. No, we, or... we we can go to Spurs Palace. You you guys were talking about right. the the Kane goal. Oh yeah. So the best way I can describe it is, have you guys seen those volleyball serves where the ball will like swerve off and they're really hard to like? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's kind of like that. Like, no matter how good you are at that type of thing, like it's hard to predict a ball like that. Like, or saving any type of knuckleball. Like the curve mm-hmm. of that ball. I don't know if you saw it, how crazy it bent. Like, it literally was going straight at him or going straight to his bottom right and last second, like, curved right and up. And he just, like, he tried to get a reaction yeah, it save tough. on it. But, like, it reminded me of, a, of like, a, a, a Chalanaglu free kick. That's yeah. Ca- that's kind of yeah. how he used to hit it. Yeah. Like, those are extremely hard to save. Like, I can't... Again, it's like the Larissa, I quote-unquote mistake as some people put it. Like, you can say it's the goalie's fault, but in reality, it's just... It, it's a hard like it's, it's hard to save there's not much you can really do like you can look back on it and say i should have done this instead but in the moment it's one of those things that you can't really especially the guy to, like the, the kane shot wasn't that was insane like the amount of curve on that thing was like there there's no way anyone would have saved that like in my opinion at least i don't know i don't know what you think joey i would say no way um honestly he, yeah, like, he was just left his foot i mean you're right you can't really say anything on it you have to be in the situation to yeah really like like you're about to say he left his feet early but at the same time if a shot is going down to where it was going at first you want to leave your feet early so you can get down to it in time you don't really expect the shot just to swerve like that all of a sudden (laughs) yeah that thing swerves like shot yeah but i mean do you want to talk about that game at all anything in it um, but if all I have to say is that if we really want this title and th- we were, we were talking about that earlier when we were talking about who has a better chance of the title, Chelsea or Tottenham, I, the reason why I said Chelsea is because we can't win these, those sort of games at West Brom. We scored in the 88th minute to win against Newcastle. We tied against West Ham. We tied. We look like to only show up in the big games, which is a huge legitimate problem. And I mean, we've only we've only we've only dropped points in two games to teams outside of the top eight. And the that was um, Newcastle, Newcastle and, 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 the and then, then the Newcastle one shouldn't have, honestly shouldn't have even counted. Like that, the, the, there was the a rule West change. Ham one, man. West Ham's eighth. Yeah, I know, but still, we can't blow a three nil lead in the eightieth yeah. minute. But, uh, yeah, but like West Ham eighth, Chelsea seventh, Everton fifth. And Liverpool first, or the teams we drop points to. Oh. Um, so I mean, we, it's not like we've been poor against the bad teams, completely, but we do we have our one-off moments. I feel like. I mean, Marino said after the game that the team didn't follow the game plan whatsoever, and he was really disappointed. Yeah, that was interesting. I, I wonder what happened because because he was he was like I, I told them to what did he say again? He was like I told them to do a high press or something like that, and they just didn't do it. Yeah, he wanted he wanted to press so that Pals would be forced back, so that they can't just uh, play their game and go for it. He wanted them to stay sitting back, and isn't, isn't that kind of him though? Like, 
like you're telling me he was watching that he was just watching that game seeing them not do it and he didn't say a thing like isn't that kind of on him <laughs> well i mean he can still tell him to do it uh joey remember the half fast press we'd always do in a pochettino in his later years like it looked like Deli Ali would like half go in and came to half go in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like everyone I feel like that's what he noticed, and I feel like that's like it was giving on them. Cause like at first our press our, our press used to be so good. I missed the one we played with that press. That midfield press was insane. But then slowly people just stopped doing it. And I feel like they had like another Pochettino moment in this game. In the second half. Where it's just the intensity just dropped completely. Yeah, no, like, I could see that. I think now would be a fantastic time, as is all times, to bash Arsenal. What the <laughs> hell are they doing? What the <laughs> hell are they doing? They're literally you 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 realize it's not a joke anymore. Like like we we have all done our fair trashing of Arsenal and saying they suck, but it's like they when we said when we said they suck before, it's because they weren't living up to expectations. They're actually bad now. Like they're in the relegation <laughs> battle. What is going on? <laughs> and this, yeah. right after they all said that Arteta was the second coming of Guardiola. Oh my god! It it's it really yeah, looks they... like it's a players' thing, man. It's the players have no drive, no will. They really don't want to play. Yeah, I don't know how he hasn't been sacked yet. Honestly, you can't um, sack there... a guy. What, what, he hasn't even him? been a manager for a year or what, just about a year him? now. Hundred percent. The players don't want to play for him. I mean, it's like yeah, but don't you believe in? I, I believe in giving a manager time on, uh, uh, unless they it's clear they don't deserve it. Arteta has done some well, good things. I mean, they have that FA Cup win. Arsenal have like their aren't they having their worst start to Premier League season and like the last? Like, no, no, yeah, they, even they're ever. they're as trash as they've ever been, even worse. Yeah, yeah. fourteen points in thirteen games. I mean, also, you know, you know, it's funny that I saw. Apparently, they they've been a, amongst the biggest spenders in the past two years. I remember Sebastian's yeah, big excuse. Yeah, that, that's the thing. That was always so their like, excuse: we can't spend money. But they they yeah. decided to spend their money on Pepe now. <laughs> well, Pepe, Partey, Gabriel, Tierney. I mean, even lost in bombing, but that was kind of. I, I, say, I, I saw something, something where they're gonna go very. Or deep dive into a creator this upcoming window to go for. They need to do a deep dive and in, in, buying a team. <laughs> and that's what that's the point that it's at now. I mean, yeah, how, how many just... positions do they need to fill? Like, I saw something else. Bellerin is one of the worst defensive right backs this year in terms of some well, statistics. I don't think they've been poor defensively. They just haven't scored. I mean, they have the. Third least or fourth least goals in the league. Fulham scored more times than them so far. This on league. the other hand, I know they don't get wow. scored on a lot, but when they do get scored on, there's certain times it's poor. it still looks poor. pretty bad. Poor. Like like we we didn't talk about that um that sun goal. Like uh, okay, it, it it was a screamer. It was a long shot, but I don't know why teams no. keep leaving Sun and Kane open. Nobody was on Kane. Nobody was on Sun. Yeah. So, some people were, were talking about Rob Holding and then others were like, oh, well, he, he had to go with Reggion. First of all, if you if you have to choose between Reggion and Son, you go with Son. Second of all, Bellerin was there too. <laughs> Bellerin was right next to Holding and he was like, yeah, I mean, you know what? Holding, you, you can mark them both, right? 
I I I would bet that they they start scoring some more goals and then they're gonna start leaking some more too. I I don't know why I I just see that happening <laughs> because I don't think their defense is even that good. They are the probably up there with Sheffield and West Brom is the most boring team to watch this year. <laughs> like I cannot stand watching them play. Like I mean, I remember the first game of the season. We're talking about it, and like I remember you know you didn't watch that first game, like the Fulham game where they won three zero. Mm-hmm. And I remember you're like, oh, like a Willie and the goat. Because he had the two. We were joking about it all. But like I remember even that game. Like I remember he, he had telling two you, like, assists, and then he had like a quasi assist too. Yeah, I remember telling you I was like, because I don't. I was think I was the only one that watched that game. And I was like, they were so bad. Like I don't understand how they won. I feel like. That was such a fluke of a win to the point where then like it's continued. They just keep dropping points now. Like they're, I don't, I don't understand. Like even they're so boring to watch. Like they do two things: they just give the ball to Saka, he dribbles up the line, or Bellerin crosses it in. That's what I've been saying the whole time. They just try to use their wing backs, but nothing comes out of it. I mean, who, who are they going to bring in though, Pochettino? <laughs> I don't. Oh, know. I'd, I'd, I'd be I, very I, disappointed. No, they, they, they need to bring, bring in Greg Berhalter. They need to bring in some. Per- they should have brought in Sam Allardyce. That's who they should have brought in. You saw West Fram- West Brom just brought. Yeah, it's too late for that to happen now. Um, that would have been great for them though. Just, just a face that they'll actually listen to. I, I don't like. I don't know if they don't listen to. Imagine, imagine being Slavin Bilic. Imagine being Slavin Bilic. You tie Man City. You're like, hey, things are looking up for me, and then you get a text you on know, the way out the stadium. Good sign for them. I mean, what? Probably do better than Arteta. <laughs> Genuinely, like, I don't know why they're still sticking with this five back. I mean, it's obviously not working. There's no, they're not able to put in any creative players because of that. Their yeah. only two creative players are on the wings. It's like a Sokka hybrid five four. They don't even play Ceballos anymore. Is Ceballos healthy? Yeah, he no, he's healthy. He doesn't, he just doesn't start. Plus, their their, I mean, their team is like the bad boy Pistons now. Like they're just roughing up everybody. I don't know what's wrong with them. Yeah, I mean. In my opinion, they should, they should be playing like a four-three-three with um Bellard and Tierney in the back on the outside. Uh, I mean, if they want to win games, they should be playing David Luiz and Gabriel in the center. Um, I think disciplinary side. Arte, and Ceballos, and then the front three of Saka, Aubameyang, and Pepe. I think the, just the disciplinary side is important too, though, because you were talking about City is an um. Fighting for the badge, or or however you want to put it. If there's any team that's given up, it's Arsenal. They look so lethargic on the pitch. <laughs> like they, yeah, they just don't care. And and there's so many different incidents. Tim Howard pointed out Pepe got this dumb red card, and then he was playing in the midweek. There there was no repercussions. Like that's that's how a team gets seven red cards. The, they're not trying to solve it. Ceballos, I said like. Two incidents in the locker well, room. Well, I feel now. like a lot of their cars are just from lazy tackles. It's just, it's not like them going in hard to try to injure someone or like just being it. It's just lazy. It but, reminds but three me of, of the seven. Like, you know, three of the seven was like th- that face to face thing where two players two players go and then and then one of them does like just like yeah, butts them or or hits them in the neck. Like that's the worst red card you can get. In football, in my opinion, because it's 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 so avoidable. You just don't headbutt the guy. Just don't. You can't headbutt people. You're gonna get a red. It it doesn't do anything. It's not it's not scaring them off. You just have to leave the game and hurt your team. 
bad on Aunt Dayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey, do you, would you would you be Arteta out? I would not be Arteta out. I would be bring Ozil back in. <laughs> that team needs creativity, and he is literally the answer. What are they paying him? 300k a week for him to do nothing? He's the answer. I mean, I I try Ozil, but I don't think he's I don't think he's necessarily the answer. I don't expect it to to give to be that much of a catalyst for them. It might be better if they have him in the team, but I don't know. You got to remember last time we saw him, it didn't look too great. It really didn't look <laughs> too great. It it just did it. It looked a little little Kai Havertzy, to be honest with you. Floating out of games, Ooh. not running over all over the pitch. That's like, a bold comparison. And, and well, it, well oh, it was worse. It was worse than what Kai Havertz is doing. Now, Kai Havertz would be... Ozil's not going to run all over the pitch. He he would be part of that top three with yeah, Aubameyang and Saka. I'd have Ozil in that <laughs> right forward position. Yeah, I could agree with that as well. I think Martinelli... Martin well, that would be really right? good. He play like Zayatrol for you guys, where he can just cut in. Doesn't have defensive responsibility. Bellingham can overlap him similar to Reese James does, and he'd be able to play that position. Hundred percent. Not get exposed. I mean, they wouldn't play him in the games versus uh, Liverpool or well, City. To players where or games where uh, they need some defensive responsibility from Leeds. The outside. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. regardless, regardless of the tactical side or or how he fits in or or whatever, like, I don't think I don't think you can even argue with this. There's legitimately a fifty fifty chance he goes out there, doesn't do a damn thing, plays terrible. They, they send him right back to the reserves. Fifty fifty chance, and then the flip side of the coin, he does he does all the things we're saying. Or when you're sitting fifteenth, your Arsenal, and you have no creativity in your team, there's no reason for them to like. Not give Ozo a chance. I completely agree. I'm just saying. I, I hear people like, "Oh, he's gonna solve it." I, I don't think he's gonna solve shit. I think he might help a little bit. Sorry, uh-huh. he won't solve it. He'll help slightly. He'll create a couple chances. He won't come out here and get 20 assists. But it's I just mean, no, just a, there's some kind of spark. There's no spark in that yeah, team. Yeah, they need to try whatsoever. something. I mean, if maybe if they could get him and Sabios into the team, try and link up with Saka on the left side, something. They gotta try something. Yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. Uh, like what I said, the Ceballos, um, El Nani, and Partey in the midfield three, and then a front three with Aubameyang, Saka, and Ozo. Just I mean, so they have as many creative players as possible because right now they're not playing Ceballos and Ozo's in the reserves, and they look super uncreative. It's interesting Ceballos is out, especially since at the start of the season we, we asked Sebastian who's the most impo- important player, and everyone would assume Aubameyang. He said... Uh, either Aubameyang or Ceballos. And I think that, that kind of made sense in, in terms of what they were doing last year. But Well, the issue is, is that they play in midfield too. So they need workhorse midfielders, which is why he usually doesn't play because he's somewhat of a defensive reliability. Like, I mean, he's not a poor defender, but he's not as good as any of the other midfielders they have on their team. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw a video... Um, from Tifo breaking down Arsenal, and and from their point of view, El Neni's not doing the work either. He's dropping super deep and 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 trying to hit long balls, and Partey is having to do all the work in the middle. So maybe Sabios wouldn't hurt that much, but 
I don't know. That, that's I think that's enough Arsenal for the for the whole episode. Yeah, um, <laughs> I want to talk about them ever again. Did, did we figure out how to fix them? Not not really. They need like four signings <laughs> and a coach. Yeah, I mean we we tried. <laughs> um, so is, even I if you do like all we... of that, even if you do everything we just said, Rob Holding's still gonna be in center back. Like, <laughs> there's gonna be all types of stuff still going. Lacazette's still gonna be the striker. And yeah. At least, at least so, we can come seventh instead of fourteenth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So finishing off the week, um, we had West Ham beating Leeds two one. West Ham scored two more goals off of set pieces with headers from Suchek and Ogbonna, and then a penalty from Leeds. Did was- you see Hilaire's goal yesterday? Ooh. I knew it was Who? coming because Who? in the game against Leeds, Hilaire. he had a, a a brilliant a brilliant overhead kick that Meslier saved. I'm like, wow. I, I, I don't know how he did that. And literally the next game, we saw him score a fantastic overhead kick. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wait, he had a yeah, bicycle kick that against Leeds so... too? Yeah, but he, so he... the keeper saved it. Oh, so like it was a too. good one too. Uh, yeah, and... they, they had a lot of chances against Leeds. Well, like, actually, I, I, I didn't have to say that. Obviously, they can have a lot of chances against Leeds, but... Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Bro, Leeds... Yeah. Oh, my God. I love Leeds. I, I, I love how bad they are, too. <laughs> because they're, 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 they're actually, like, bad. we we'll get to the rest of the week, two matchups. We'll talk about them a little more, just because that was a lot better yeah. for them. I actually watched a good amount oh. of that one. You did? Yeah. And then we had the Austin Villa Wolves game. Where we had a, a 94th minute penalty game winner for Austin Villa. I don't know if you guys followed that game at all. I, I didn't. I, I wish I would have watched the end of that game. That it seemed crazy. Yeah, two red cards in the last ten yeah. minutes. Bunch of yellow cards. But um, we also we, had we, the. We don't have to go to all of them though. Cause... Yeah, well, I'll just touch them and then we had the okay. Newcastle West Brom game, a win for Newcastle. Um. Newcastle scored in the first 20 seconds of the game, which was interesting. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had the Southampton-Sheffield game. I don't know if you want to touch up on that at all, Joey. But um, they, uh, It's Sheffield 1 and Southampton. Of course, they're going to beat them. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I take out of that game is Romeo got his first Premier League assist ever, which <laughs> is crazy. It took him like 230 games or something. <laughs> and the other thing is, I feel like is it just me or just or is every Che Adams goal like a volley from inside the six yard box? It is. It really <laughs> is. I know I exactly like what you're talking about too. <laughs> like he does some kind of acrobatic kick <laughs> through someone's legs into the goal. Like I feel like it's always what he does. I don't know. Um, and then there was the Lester Brighton game, which I don't know if did you guys see the goal that James Madison scored? Yeah, of course, of that. course. Yeah. Top end, top left corner, absolute banger, absolute banger. Peach of a gun, peach of a gun. Already had two assists in this game. I mean, I've never seen that before in my life. But (laughs) it's all these it's all these English strikers. Southgate is is trying to do something. He's like, I got all these strikers. I'm a, I I need to replace Deli Ali or something. I don't know what he's thinking. (laughs) Bet you see Vardy. Bet you see Ings and Kane play center mid for England. Yeah, you're gonna have Kane at center mid, <laughs> and you'll have a, you'll have a, it'll be like a four-two-four. Ings and Kane at center mid. Up front, you have a 
Sterling, Rashford, Calvert Lewin, and Var- and Avardi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Sancho coming off the bench. Like, there's so many options. <laughs> Sancho and Jack Grealish off the bench, and Mason Mount. Oh no, Mason Mount will probably play center back or something. <laughs> you got to get him in there somehow. Ma- Mason Mount will, re- <laughs> will replace Pickford. He'll <laughs> <laughs> just play eleven players on the field, just no goalie. Just <laughs> we'll put the Maguire our goalie. He'll just play last man. I don't know. He'll make That's Mason Mount on- honorary right. coach or something. He'll just be standing next. To him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, the final game of the week, which we can touch on a little bit before we transition to the next week, was the Fulham Liverpool game, which was one one, and Liverpool won with a another penalty or tie with another penalty. Oh yeah, Bobby um, Reed scored a banging goal. Like, I think Fulham had chance after chance after chance that game. I don't know if you guys saw, but they could have easily beaten Liverpool three four one if they converted all their chances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they really could have. Cavalero, Lukman, both both a of team them. without Mitrovic too. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think they even want to have Mitrovic anymore. I, 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 right? Some games he doesn't play. I think. Oh wow! I feel like they dropped him, and and he was their guy last year. But um, <laughs> he's just not a Premier League striker. He's just not good not. enough. I said that in the first episode. I was like, I read something that they're gonna rely on Mitrovic this season, so they're gonna get relegated. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it lot. turns out they're not getting relegated because they're going to rely on Bobby D. Cordova Reed. So they're going to yeah, win. They're getting I'm calling it. They're coming they're back. Gonna, they're going to get Champions League. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so moving on to match week 13. I mean, we touched up on the Wolves-Chelsea game. That's so weird, the though. West Brom game. That's so weird. Why did, I, why did Liverpool tie for them? Why did Tottenham tie Crystal Palace? <laughs> Why did Man City? I told you I was scared about the Palace game. I said every single Big Six team dropped points that weekend. Why I did think all that's of these things crazy. happen on the same weekend? I'm so confused. <laughs> do you, I mean, Johnny, do you remember Keith's reaction when I said I was more scared about Crystal Palace than Man City? <laughs> and we beat Man City inside Palace. I don't know that's why. I, I was crazy. So... Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, first remember. game was. Right. Talk about. I mean, you want to talk about the big game first? You want to leave that for last? I want to leave that for first. Leave that for leave it. <laughs> I mean, do it right now. Uh, yeah. Wait, what games did you say we already talked Wol- about? Chelsea Wolves and Wolves the Brown? Chelsea Wolves and City West Brom. We touched up on. Yeah, City West Brom was another typical typical city. So let's let's go straight into the big one. Let's. So you guys obviously heard. Mourinho's comments and and my question to you guys is do you agree were Spurs the better side in the game? I mean we talked about this a little bit. Yeah, but it's, we gotta talk about it for the it pod. Depends on what you <laughs> consider the better side. Yeah, like of course it does. I feel like tactically we came in with a great game plan. I feel like we executed it close to perfectly. It was it was a similar game plan to the Man City game and which well the tie with the tactics were not the same at all. But Similar game plan in the sense that we wanted to rely on one or like three or four chances and scoring those chances, and we created four like extremely close chances that wait, we should have. Wait, why are you picking? 
Why are you picking out the city game though? This is just Spurs ball at this point. Like this is what you guys do. Well, this this was the game plan. This was the game plan you used against Burnley. Against Chelsea. Yeah, but They're against not. every They're team. Bro, we watched that Burnley no, 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 game not, together. Not <laughs> yeah, not every team, not every team. It depends on the game. But there's a couple of differences. Uh, no, yeah, um, yeah, obviously, right, yeah. I talked about it before. Uh, we moved most of our stronger players to the wings to uh, defend Mane, Salah, Trent, and Robertson. I, th- I feel like, personally, that worked out really well. I feel like the only chances they were getting, good chances they were getting, were really in the center, just outside the box. Um, and I mean, anyone would rather have, like, if you're telling me you'd have uh, Liverpool getting in behind, getting chances or getting chances, like, outside the box, I'd much rather be outside the box shots. Like, cause I trust my goalie enough to that he'll have the reflexes to save those shots. And he did. He played an incredible, probably his best game of the season. Um, Just because he, his this position was always. Season, this sh- the shots were right at him. Well, that, that's what you were acting like he was playing insane before. No, I was I was acting like Liverpool were getting a lot of chances, and and I, and I told you that it was a lot of bad shots. Yeah, it was a bunch of poor shots, but but positioning but, wise. So we're Spurs you know, the better team, though. It's I don't know. I I feel like both teams played really really well. So, so it was even. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I, it's hard. It's hard to pick out one team being better. I feel like. Our game plan worked better than theirs. Um, just I feel say like we got it, let down. Come on, just say it. <laughs> um, yo, for in my opinion, um, I love Mourinho as a coach. He is gonna get us something, I believe. But he's gonna to get go you the Carabao, bro. He's gonna get you the Carabao. To go out and say that we were the better team against Liverpool, who had so many chances. Yes, tactically, our game plan was exactly how we wanted it to go. But so was theirs. We countered, we tied the game perfectly, and we should have had the lead. And as he said, if we would have scored one of those two goals, we would have won the game. And I'm sure he would have put on Roden, he would have put on the fullbacks, he would have put on everyone to make sure we wouldn't have conceded another goal. But Eric Dyer decides to flop in the box. And I don't know who was guarding Firmino, but it, that uh, had bro, to happen. Bro got caught up in a, a moving pick by uh, um, who was it? I forget who it was. I think it was I Henderson. Was, Henderson made their fall, but I don't know. I don't know who made who picked up Alderweireld. Someone said a moving pick on him, and that's how Firmino got open. Yeah. Was by someone else completely taking him out. It's whoever Kane was marking. Yeah. So I assume it was one. It was probably a center back. It was. I don't. It was Williams. It might have been Williams. But I don't, I don't but, know. But let, let me let me, but let me you say know. what I think. I, so we generally agree. It, it was, it was even. If you don't think it was even, then then you're just wrong. You could say it aired a little bit. Spurs were a little bit better. Liverpool were a little bit better. But Mourinho, I don't think Mourinho thinks it was even. Mourinho thinks that you guys should have won that game, and and almost like it was like an injustice that you guys didn't win. Because that, that's well, what it seemed I, like to me. Because he was being very aggressive with no, Klopp. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But I, I feel like he feels that way because of how well we um, stick, stuck to our tactics. I mean, they scored a freak of a deflection goal. And then we conceded a 90th minute winner from a header that literally was a dart into the top corner. I mean, mm-hmm. 
obviously we could have better on the corner, but there's nothing we can really do about the deflection goal, like at all. I mean, it was a really lucky goal. I'm I'm not gonna lie. But, but then, the problem with this with the argument that you guys were better, I, I I don't think you can argue that because if you say, oh, if Bergvan if Bergvan just scores, then but you can also say, what if that's the what thing? If, what if Liverpool scored another one? Liverpool could have got easily got three. The thing is, the reason why he's mad about that is because of how clinical we have been this year. He knows that that chance should have been put away with the way he's playing, the chances that we've been creative, and how, yeah. like, the reason why we're winning games is because Son has been so clinical in all the opportunities he's had. Yeah. Like, he hasn't missed a single one of the entire year. And Bergman missed two chances that Son and Kane both would have put away. This this Spurs team with a 26 year old Gareth Bale would be would be so much better. Because you guys are so good now. Just imagine. Just imagine just having yeah. one of the speediest players. Yeah, so, incredible shot. That, that would be too good. You'd be, I feel you, like, he's, you'd be like Liverpool. He has, some time, he has some time to get to the point of where we want him to be. He's not there yet, but it'll, it'll take a little time. I'm very but, doubtful that he's... That he, I don't think it'll happen for a little while. But yeah, the, that just, what will happen, though? Like... Still that rust on him. I feel like he's got to keep working at it. This is some I mean, serious a... rust, though. Like, have you ever seen a bike that's yeah. just like, like it's just brown and it used to be silver? Dude, when he plays, it's not like he's poor. It's more the fact that he doesn't have that same pace to him, that same, like, that Gareth Bale to him. Like the thing that makes him Gareth Bale, the thing that makes he's the defenders epitome, scared. Of... He's the epitome of being a shell of your old self. Like. I mean, it's not even a shell. Like it's it's basically not even Bale. Like like maybe he's not a bad player, but it's not. It's like you didn't even buy uh, Bale. Well, the reason why is because of our tactics and how they're so defensively demanding. That's why Bergen plays so much is because of how good he is and how physical he is. That he can hold the ball up on the counter attack. He usually plays really good layoffs. That's why I mean that's why Lucas has been playing as much because that the physicality that Bergen brings to the team has been helping us a lot. Um, play specifically. But his finishing always lets him down. Where Lucas Mora or Bale are a little bit more clinical than he would be. And I mean, I just, and I don't think Lucas is that clinical. I'm always talking about how I don't like him that no, much. No, Lucas but. is not a finisher, you, you not need, at all. You need to bring in Rafinha in January. You need to bring that would in, be big. You yeah. need to bring in Rafinha. Yeah. So, or Jack Harrison. That, no, okay, that's bro. why I love Jack Harrison. The person, my dream signing Ra- would be Rafinha's well, better. My dream signing would be Zaha. That'll be my dream yeah, signing. But that ain't happening. I mean, I'd rather have Jack Harrison as well, though, than Rafinha. No, re- I, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Did you see Jack Harrison's assist and goal? We're all, I, I saw, I saw. We're all going to watch that, that Man U Leeds game. <laughs> pay attention to Jack Harrison. Pay attention to Rafinha. They're both, I, they're both really Jack good. Harrison, so many chances. I'm no, going to go look Rafinha, right now. Rafinha is a baller with a capital B. Bro, I never said he was Whoa, whoa, whoa. Johnny, you cannot say baller for multiple people, okay? That Tangy, Tangy has baller from you, all right? <laughs> Rafinha is superb, but you can't say baller. But of course, of course I'm I actually He's an absolute I, baller, just like Tangy. I'm, I'm with Cutter. I'm with Johnny on this one, bro. Rafinha has showed he's been up and down the pitch. He's I see him special. in the 89th, in the 89th minute in the corner of his own 18, and then 30 seconds later, he'd be ripping off a shot off the post. All I'm going to say is Jack Harrison creates 2.3 key, 2.3 key passes the game. Rafinha has 1.4. Jack Harrison 1.1 crosses. Rafinha 1. 
Jack Harrison also has the highest match rating out of every single player on Leeds. What, what about fine. shots? Tell me shots per game. game. Um, Rafinha 2.6, Harrison 1.3. Okay. So Rafinha's taking more shots, but Jack Harrison is more of the creator. And also, I, so I guess Kane's you could, you, you'd be more right in the situation because we have Son and Kane who should be the shooters of our team. I want that creative player. We, we need that creative player. That's where two years ago we should have got that creative, Wait, you know? I, I, I'm not, I just have a question. How many passes do they both, do they both have? I'm just like cur- passes I'm or key passes, just just passes, or touches um, or or something like fine. that. Because uh, average, if like I had average, to guess, average, I, what Jack Harrison has thirty one, Rafinha twenty four. Hmm. Okay, so they're pretty similar. I, I, if I had to guess, I would I would have said Rafinha had less, but but, but that's not that big a difference. Because because the thing is, maybe they need to be given the ball. To Rafinha a little bit more. I mean, I mean, we've all watched them. They they are more focused on that left side with Jack Harrison, and also because you have Ailing who's J- quite Jack good. Alioski. But yeah, just, Harrison just... has two goals and four. Rafinha has one goal and zero assist. But Jack Harrison's also playing more games. He has. Double, he has a little under double the minutes, and he's more, he's he more of a focal point. But honestly, I'm I'm not as interested in the stats. Jack Harrison is doing quite well. Just look, just look at them. Rafinha is a different type of player. He he has special qualities that that not a lot of people have. Like he 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 just has like he's a flary player, and I like that. He's a super flary player, but I think Jack Harrison has it in him as well. I mean. That goal he scored against Liverpool, we've all seen that one. Yeah. We all watch. And then the goal against all, Newcastle. Like, yeah, like he has that in him. Yeah, that goal against Newcastle was an incredible one. I mean, his assist against Newcastle was also incredible. Falling out of balance, whoops it into the box. Yeah. Like, that was a great pass. But I mean, this didn't count as I, an assist, but with, with the first Leeds goal, Rafinha had a very, very good cross that, that, uh, that Rodrigo hit the crossbar and then Bamford scored it. Yeah. So I mean, it goes. I don't know. There's something about Rafinha. There's something about him. You guys should snatch him up. Almost any team would be lucky to have him. But in terms of, we were talking about like what specifically Spurs need. Rafinha's all over the place. He's gonna do the pressing. He's gonna do the creating, and he's gonna score some goals. Especially I mean, if you give him to Mourinho. Imagine giving him. To Mourinho, and all they're gonna work on is him counterattacking with Kane and Son. Everyone's gonna be focused well, I don't on really Kane know. and Son. He's only scored one goal, and I feel like we need player. We just need I just, clinical I see it in him. which is why. So if there's two signings. I would well, if there's one, the dream signings are um, Zaha and Grealish, but chances of that happening. I mean, Grealish possibility, but like, I feel like Grealish and that team would. Be a perfect fit, like absolutely perfect fit. But I don't know if that would happen. Oh, uh, be incredible! The counterattack between Kane, Son, and Grealish, we could literally play a back a back seven, dude. You wouldn't have <laughs> that player. <laughs> like that's how good they are. But if Kane's the provider, wouldn't you, wouldn't you rather have someone more pacey? I mean, he doesn't need his pace though. I mean, he's not like he's slow. 
Like he's not like a, a slow player. He's quick. He's I mean, but he's quick on the ball. But you said Kane like so Kane well, and Grealish well, are both they're not good fit. Just the way he played, like his counterattacking play. I mean, the Austin Villa Liverpool game, a game where they just sat back, and that's what the one game where they mainly counterattacked. They scored seven goals, and he had what did he have? He had two goals, three assists, or no? Or was it three goals, two assists? I don't remember what it was. Against Liverpool, one of the two. against Liverpool, yeah. I mean, that was. I, I don't know either. It was one of the two. I don't think he had a hat trick. I. Th- he might, he might have. It was either two and three or three and two. I think it was two and three. I would, I would guess two and three. Which is probably even more impressive than three and two. But, yeah, I I feel like he, he would be a, a great fit for us. Like, just 100%. three of them on a would be incredible. Like, I'm just dreaming about it. But I feel like the two things we would, like, if, if we, not even to say title contenders, but if we want to be contenders for best team in the world right now. I'll even put it at that stage. The two main things that we would need to work on are going to be the wing position. And then as much as you love him, Joey, I feel like we could have a better player in our front midfielder role. Like oh. the dream the dream <laughs> player obviously would be Kevin De Bruyne because we need a player that can have the defensive commitment but also be extremely class going forward. I'm trying to think of what kind of player I think Joey Isn't would rather have. Bad. I think Joey would rather have Undombele than De Bruyne. <laughs> well, I feel like there's a lot of times where Undombele. I'd rather have Undombele than De Bruyne, hundred <laughs> percent. He's not the same Delusional. caliber player. Like he's, he's a good player, he has potential, but he's not that class, class, class player. Like he, he's kind of a. Like he has the things that make him a good player, but I don't see him as the main attacking midfielder or the main like four midfielder. I feel like he's better. Um, as like. The box to box. That's a role. Yeah, like and that's a Soka box to box role. I feel like once he if he had the work rates, he'd be the best player in the world. <laughs> but Joey, I think oh, yeah, my. you're on record. I feel like, wait, but Joey, I think you're on record saying that if, if he were to get the ball as, as much as De Bruyne, then he would be lighting up everybody, right? Oh, 100 percent hundred percent. He'd light up the world. Then, then we like, would we would already know that he is De Bruyne, right? Like at the end of the game, when it was one one, I really hoped he would have brought on on end on belly for Kane or end on belly for Son. I mean, I'd prefer a Kane in that situation, honestly, to where end of would get the ball when it's a 2v2. He'd completely take out the first guy and just rely on the run of Son or Kane at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, I love end on belly. You know that? I love, I love him and Lososo, but I feel like. There's obviously a step ahead of them, like the the yeah, old Erickson. You're not a madman, like Joe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know who it would be that I would like to fill that role. Like I don't know, like De Bruyne, like even like I don't, like I don't even. I'm trying to think of like who else would be in that role. Like even like a Modric, like just some kind of like obviously not current Modric, but like a past Modric, like just someone to fill that role that has the defensive work rate. Was also just incredible going forward. Would be the two main things. J- I really James Ward Prowse. Oh, well, I like him. I love him. Now I'm speaking. Your, <laughs> now I'm speaking your language. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's great in that two man midfield. Like that could be a possibility. But I feel like if we want to buy a player for that position, it would need to be the next level, not just James. Like I love James Ward Prowse. Well, I feel like who do you, who do you think our next? Our next next level signing should be B 
because that's, that's what I'm saying. Like who who would be that next level because player that we would it looks like their club think it's a center back. They don't think it's yeah. a right wing. They don't think it's well, a center attacking mid. They don't think, think it's a right back. They think it's own, a center back. Otterbrun's been top two, three center back in the league so far this year. He's made zero mistakes the entire year. Like he's been peak out of road, the best he's best he's been since the year we got second to Chelsea. And under like, Mourinho, it seems like if we were to get that top notch center back, it'd be it'd be Alderweireld that's sacrificed, not even Dyer. Yeah, well, that's a, yeah, well, I think Dyer's been good. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like Dyer's been like good, and he's been a, an actual leader in that team. I feel like most of the mistakes that we leak are th- were through Davinson Sanchez or Dyer. Uh, mis- uh, he's only he, Dyer has made a lot of mistakes. His, his biggest mistake was Southampton. Yeah, not, the not necessarily goal. this year. Oh, not but this, can we talk about year. the performance yesterday of Serge Aurier and he's so how he kept up with Mane for ninety minutes? Sometimes that he was losing his breath, but like I, was, I don't know I was, how. Mane's like a like a machine. In my top ten, like fullbacks and and um in the prem, but I knew I'd get completely rinsed because with, the thing is, I feel reason. with good reason. If Arier was on a different team, like if he was on like a mid table team, I feel like everyone would say like, "Oh my gosh, he's taking his, his game to another level. Like he's been incredible." But no one really noticed it because he's on Spurs. And all they all anyone sees, they don't actually watch our games until this year. But all anyone had seen from the last two years from Aria was the mistakes he made, and that was it. I feel like two years ago he was poor, but I feel like last year, coming towards the second half of the season, I feel like he was like the best we've had a fullback since Kyle Walker was in his like playing insane. Like he was he was good. Like defensive he's been our he was our best defensive like fullback we've had at right back, even better than Walker and Trippier. And even going forward, he's able to put that whip in the cross. Like, I don't know. I feel like he's. We brought on Doherty, and Doherty's really helped Ori get to the next level. And I feel like yeah. if he cuts his, um, if he cuts all those Dalmas and Sanchez mistakes out, then you need to stop paying it out because he just makes so many mistakes because of him, I guess. But uh, that, that trio of Ori, uh, Sissoko, and Sanchez always making mistakes. I swear. Which is why you but, can't uh, put him in the top 10. I mean, no, nobody in their right mind is putting Marcos Alonso in their top 10 right now. And, and that's a similar Marcos situation. Marcos Alonso trash and everything. So. What do you mean trash and everything? He's better going forward than Aurier. Yeah, but he can't defend at all. Aurier, last season, Aurier led, led us in tackles. But like he had like 4.7 tackles a game. The next highest was like 2.3. He led in like possession one. He led in um like every single – like. Interceptions. He led in every single defensive stat last year for us. Every single one of them. And I don't think anyone yeah, knew that. In, 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 including no mistakes. Including mistakes. He led that too. <laughs> definitely beats him in that. Definitely beats him in that. But I feel like you, that's he like also led you guys in getting rinsed. That mistake. No, that we got rinsed because. Do you not see our team last year? Like what we were working with. Like we had games where our back line was like. All academy players. Tanganga at left back. Yeah, Tanganga at left back. Like Davies playing center back sometimes. We have to play straight academy players at right back because we had everyone injured. We were playing Getson Fernandez at CDM for a good like five game stretch, and he had... Getson <laughs> would play right back. He would yeah, play Getson right back. Yeah, Getson played right back sometimes. Like that's how bad it was. Like 
We had no one playing. That's why we were conceding so many goals and we were getting rinsed in games. Like, <laughs> obviously, Ori made mistakes and stuff, but last year is hard to go off of. And I, I feel like he he has the ability to take it to the next level. He just has lapse in judgment sometimes. I mean, his only mistake in a Liverpool game was when Mane had that drill of a shot that went over the crossbar. And that was just because of exhaustion, because he had been keeping up with him for so long. But yeah, I don't know. I we we got completely lost off track of. I know. You, off, to, off the target. You just, you just went. We, we barely even talked. We didn't even talk, we barely even talk about, about the damn game. game. It was, yeah. It, it was just all about Spurs and anything under the sun to do with Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised we didn't start talking about is, is Mourinho the best manager of all time. <laughs> Definitely not. I, mean, I love Ob- obviously not. I love Mr. Mourinho. Yeah, he, he ain't no Guardiola or Klopp, but uh... <laughs> you saw that you saw that Klopp won the best manager, not Flick. Yeah, that's yeah. so stupid. Klopp Klopp said it should have been Flick. <laughs> did he actually? He did. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Byron, we don't have to go into that, but like, did they did the voters watch Byron? Like, it's one of the best teams yeah, we've seen in a while. Best part, my favorite uh, thing, and they I were saw and they were bad too. Remember, was, with the other coach, they like weren't that good, and then Flick came in, and then they're the best team in the world by far. Yeah, but my favorite was what's it called? Um, dang it. Uh, the fact that Neuer won best goalie, but he wasn't in the starting next eye. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was so funny. That type of stuff. Ha- yeah, I, that's I, happened before, where people are like top three Ballon d'Or and they're not in the uh, eleven. Yeah, that stuff makes like no that. sense whatsoever. I mean, it's because people vote on it separately, so I guess there's some type of inconsistency. I don't know. Does the same group I vote about things? Know. I have no idea how it works for that. No, yeah, no, I have specific. no clue. I don't know, FIFA, the FIFA the best. Yeah. I don't but, know if um, any people know how that actually works. Back to the Liverpool-Tottenham game, the big game. Um, biggest game of the year so far? Uh, I would say so. I would say so. Right? Or, yeah. or, or would you say Patrick. Liverpool City? I mean, because you, you, no. you can't throw away City. They're still up there. Yeah, but not nah. Trash. I mean, the most important game of the season. I don't think... I feel like a lot of people disagree with me on this, but the most important game of the season was probably City Spurs for the simple fact that that game established that Spurs can actually do this. Yeah, I can get on that. Yeah, I feel like there's been a lot of important games in recent times because Spurs are the Spurs right now. Spurs are the the talking point. Like even yeah. the Liverpool top of the league, Spurs are. The Point and every, the team that everyone's saying, "Oh, this is their year," blah blah blah. Yeah, a lot of people are hating on them, saying the they're boring. Thing, the whole Kane and Son things, the whole narrative to it, like it's like everyone's talking about them. So I feel like a lot of the games that we are in with the, the big teams are going to be talked about as the biggest game so far this year. Like I feel like at first it was the City, and then people say, "Oh no," it's, or they say it's the Chelsea game. Oh no, but it's the Liverpool game. I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. It's hard to really. So far this year. Yeah, true. Plus, all of them will be trumped by some game later on, anyway. Um, Yeah, I mean, one thing we talked about is was it the best game of the season? I mean, my opinion. I feel like I don't know if it beats the other two Liverpool throwers, like the Austin Villa Liverpool 
and the uh, huh. Leeds Liverpool game. <laughs> so, like, that has to be up there. I mean, were there any other games as good as those three? Like, I mean, the West Ham Spurs game was also a really good game. Just because of how it ended. The best game of the season? I couldn't tell you that. I don't think there's anything yeah, that, no, that, I couldn't. that jumps out as like... The best game of the season was definitely Austin Villa-Liverpool. Yeah. That game was insane. That game was one of the best times I've ever had watching the game. <laughs> like, Whereas like I was excited the whole game. Not like a nervous rush. Not like It's not like a team that I was supporting. It was just like it was just so fun to watch. Like as a, as a neutral, the most yeah. exciting game for me. It's a good show. I, normally, the best game for me is is um is is Liverpool City for obvious reasons. I, I don't think this game necessarily this particular game. Yeah. Oh yeah, it wasn't good. This particular game, Liverpool Spurs. Um, if we're saying that like these are the two top title contenders, which which I'm not personally saying, but but that seems to be the consensus. Elsewhere, Liverpool, yeah, I don't know what's happening. Liverpool's somehow like you guys have dropped a step. That's kind of crazy. What you guys have, you guys, wait, it was three straight games. You guys have dropped points, right? Chelsea, yeah. Uh, is it three or two? Because was there because with the Spurs game, was there a game in between those games? Yeah, right. I don't know if there was, but we, we both dropped a lot of points in recent weeks. Well, we dropped... No, yeah, Leeds, Leeds. Yeah, you're right. Leeds, we, we, yeah. we dropped point, points at Krasnodar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we actually, we actually did. But that's because we want to But John, what do you think of Giroud getting all this playing time? Um, well, we'll go to that in a second. I was just going to say that the Liverpool Spurs isn't as good as, as like the, the Liverpool City games. It, it wasn't even close. Those games were were almost like a classical. Two years ago, yeah, or last season, yeah. Not this, one, this year wasn't No, not good. this year. And one of the ones last year was bad too, if I remember correctly. Right? Yeah. And then and then one of them was, was as good as it usually is. But um, yeah. what I think of Giroud getting all this playing time... Um. He earned it, and he's going to keep playing, and he should keep playing. Yeah. Do I think he's better than Tammy Abraham? I don't. I think he's playing better than Tammy. <laughs> I think he's better. I think he's playing better than Tammy Abraham right now. And I think Lampard would agree with that, too, to be honest with you. That's why Tammy was starting in the first place. No, I think... Uh... No response. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not going to talk more about Drew. Me and Joey hyped him up like crazy in the last yep. couple weeks. <laughs> you hyped him up way, way too much. He's the best striker in the league. Better than Harry Kane. Joey thinks but, uh, uh, I'm telling you right now, we, we, we should... <laughs> bro, Giroud better be in your top 10, Joey. Because if he's not, that's just, because, <laughs> that's just because you don't want to get flamed. I know for a fact... If Joey were to make a genuine, sincere top ten, he would put Giroud and Undambele one and two. That's a fact. Joey, you're gonna tell me you haven't said with the utmost sincerity in your heart that Giroud would win the Golden Boot if he played every game. Yeah, he would, especially with that Chelsea team. He'd understand with the Golden Boot. Even the ZH, bro. Oh my God, Warner on the left, ZH on the right. After like two games, sign, because no maybe. Here. sign Andy Carroll then. Sign Andy Carroll. Uh, see how that works. <laughs> oh my god. 
So moving on, um, talk about for a split second the Leeds Newcastle game. Um, Bamford scored a can I talk about this? goal. Because I because I actually watched, I watched the second half. Okay, yeah, which was a lo- Go which, ahead. which was very lucky on my behalf. Um, oh Leeds, sweet sweet Leeds. I think Leeds is a team. You know, the the world is in a lot of turmoil these days. I think this is a team that we can just all gather around and get behind because. Wait, wait, wait! Real quick, real quick. Can we just flash back to our first episode, and it being called? We have to flash back to this uh... every time. Can we flash back to the present where, where I remind you that, <laughs> that you that you that you were still wrong? You were still wrong. Leads would be fun to watch. No, no, no. You, <laughs> said, they you, said, that, you said they're going to be in the seven to nine range, and they're going to be in the. They're not going to be in the seven to nine range. Bro, how many points out of it are they right now? From ninth place, they are three points out. All right, Cutter Belshi. It's December seventeenth. Do you think Leeds are going to be in the seven to nine range? I think they'll finish tenth or eleventh, probably. Yeah, maybe let, I'd say 11, 12. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and usually the difference between like... You're still wrong. <laughs> still wrong. Uh, I, I, I mean, we're wrong too because we were flaming you. But you're not right. Let's go talk about your sweet, sweet... Talk about your sweet, sweet... Your sweet, sweet leads and somehow you claim them <laughs> from me. I do claim... I know, but you know what? I'm extending, I'm extending them back to the entire community. I think... Leeds should be all of our teams. <laughs> it's the same way when when Leicester was in front. Actually, you're Spurs fans. You're probably not, you're probably not gonna agree, but I hated Leicester. I hated Leicester everyone else here. loved Leicester, including me, because it was a great story. Uh, Leeds is different. Leeds is a team that we can all love. The only thing they want to do is score. They want to do two things. They want to score goals, and they want you to score goals too. So you're gonna beat them. And they're going to score goals. It's a win, 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 win. It's just the perfect team to watch because they're not going to beat you. And they're great to watch. It's perfect. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> to the Leeds-Newcastle game. They finally won something because they've, they even lose to teams like Newcastle uh, a lot of the time. But, they, you know, we all know what they do. They press the hell out of you. They generate a ton of chances. They throw numbers forward. And then they don't score. But this game, they decided to actually put the ball in the back of the net. Um, and they scored a bunch of good goals, too. Uh, I mean, I'm sure your favorite is Jack, your boy Jack Harrison. But um, yeah, pretty much, they were, they were literally all nice goals. Every single one of them. And it was just a great, I only watched the second half. That was a fantastic half of football. Just fantastic. Newcastle were, were, were pinned back. And it, it might as well have been um, City from two years ago versus Newcastle. Literally, that's that's what it looked like. And um, yeah. yeah, they're just they're just giving so us some, some Christmas joy is, for the holidays. <laughs> I mean, other than Koch, because he's injured, Leeds finally have their full team back um, because Pablo Hernandez is finally back. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he was out for a while, and I think I mean he came on and. The first six minutes of being on the pitch, he got two assists. He was so I guess he's he's finally getting back into form. I mean, I feel like Rodrigo is more impactful off the bench than he would be starting. As coming on to replace Bamford, so Bamford can just go all out 
for the first 80 minutes of the game, then Rodrigo can come, can come in and clean it up. I, but, I, I feel that Rodrigo should start over Bamford, to be honest with you. Um, No, because Bamford's pressing is so important for that team. I mean, Rodrigo, Rodrigo can't press? I mean, Bamford's just insanely good at it. In my opinion, I feel like he's like, pressing. Super, super, yeah, I feel like he's great. Yeah, yeah, he is. But the, but coach, I mean, you had the guy. You had yeah, the guy. Work rate is like insane. He's got very high, very high. He's got like his own own standard of work rate. Isn't Rodrigo like? Isn't he a club record signing, or, or do I have that wrong? He's, he's something like. Yeah, that. I think yeah. he is. They they got him hanging out on the bench right now. And and he's, no, he's, he's been he's like, Oh, he's, he's been he's, started. He's been starting recently. Yeah. yeah, because Pablo Hernandez forever, and then Phillips was injured, and then Click missed a game or two. So what? So, so what, what would you do? So you'd play Hernandez instead of Rodrigo, or, you, or you'd play Rodrigo and Bamford? I mean, you can't just put Bamford to the bench. My man scored nine goals so far this year, and he's so good at getting himself into good positions. I mean, Rodrigo scored two goals, and he's—I mean—he's played in eleven games. Rodrigo ain't playing. It's like, yeah, but Rodrigo's not playing striker. Bamford is playing striker. Rodrigo's playing a different position. Yeah. I feel like that position helped Rodrigo out a little bit. I feel like he's more of a he's more of a poacher, a flurry poacher. So getting to play is like a false nine. I mean, in well, terms of their specific nine, number ten, in terms of their specific problems, and and not the defensive problems, not score, um, not converting chances. Bamford's been a big part of that. He scored a lot of goals, but well, he's, he's missed a like ton. Most strikers won't get most strikers won't get themselves into the same positions that he does. So you give Bamford a lot of credit for the chances he has rather than the Leeds team. That, well, it's a little bit of both. I mean, well, yeah, it's both, but... Uh, yeah, but he does get himself into great positions consistently. I mean, it's, it's that was the one thing that made Rashford come up to the, ste- to the, ste- to the, to the scene at first was the fact that he always got himself into good positions. That's how he scored when he was 18, 19 was his uh, attacking IQ was getting a good position. That's similar to what Bamford has. He has a really good position in the queue, so he's always in good positions. But he's not always super clinical, but I mean, sometimes he has chances where he's like extremely clinical, yeah. but he just has times where he chokes off on on those crosses in behind. But I mean, it's something he can just work on. I feel like, I, feel, I think I mean, they need to try it. They need to try Rodrigo and so that we can just see which one is better, because I think there's a big chance that he would actually do better in that role. I really do. I mean, he comes on first, like, six games of the season. He was coming off, off the bench at striker, and he wasn't scoring. Both of, I'm pretty sure both of his goals had no, been he, from he the attack. He was playing midfield in the beginning, too. No, no, no. His first first game of the season, he came off the bench for Bamford. In what, like the 70th minute or something? The Liverpool game. And he scored an own goal, remember? Oh, yeah, good times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they, he, they didn't get much time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I like how this. Ends. It's not but, that important to be honest, because Bamford's not doing bad. Yeah. But, so I think we can uh, move on to probably. Oh, there was one other thing I wanted to say. There was one other thing I wanted yeah. to say. Um, like I said, all of the goals were good, but and the Jack Harrison one was a screamer. But and his assist too was a screamer. That, that none of this is what I really wanted to say. The fourth goal, the one that was Alioski. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
Yes. That goal was insane. That's literally what leads are. People always talk about how Bielsa preaches fitness, 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 and get up and down the pitch. Newcastle mm-hmm. had two guys running back. Leeds had five guys running forward, and that's how they scored that goal. Yeah. They literally, there was yeah. no way they couldn't score. It was, it, that was really impressive to me. But anyway. Yeah, I, I remember the first game I saw Alyowski play at a left back. I feel I find it so funny that their number 10 plays left <laughs> back for them. Yeah. He's, he plays left mid. And like on by one foot, whatever, he's listed as. Yeah, he's listed as like a left winger. So it's kind of funny that he plays in that for them. I mean, one player that I've been actually really impressed with is Dallas. I mean, literally plays every single position. He's played right back. He's played left back. He's played center back. He's played center attacking mid. midfielder. He's played on the wing. Like, my, yeah, he's been everywhere. Yeah. Pretty sure they, they, they they mean, even Ailing has too. been. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, yeah, like this game against uh, Newcastle, Dallas was playing right back and Ailing was playing center back. You're you're always being tossed around a little bit, but um, yeah. You, I was. Did you want to move in? What did you want to move on to? Uh, the Leicester Everton game. Hmm. What what about it? (laughs) Wow, Everton Everton can be Leicester away too. um, The two things I would talk about, or three things. First one being Ndidi's back. He started at center back. Because they only have one healthy center back right now. <laughs> um, well, West Morgan, West Morgan's healthy, but he's 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 only in the team just <laughs> so they have a center back on the bench. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and Didi's back. Um, once Sayonko and Evans get back, uh, that team will be in top tier shape almost. I mean, there's some missing Pereira, Castagne. Um, I think I'm just anyone else. I think it's just them. I think it's just those four players right yeah, now. I guess it's just that, that they're missing. Yeah. Just only those four players, only those four starters. <laughs> but I mean, the team's coming along. For, the other thing I want to talk about was um, it will be look decent in this game. I feel like it will people, look decent in several games. He's looked yeah. more than decent. He's looked, he looked very, pretty good. good. I, I was saying that he looked good. And I feel he was. I think it was. I think it was Sebastian was rinsing him saying, "Oh, well, he's trash." Like, bro, like he's actually been decent. Like, I don't know. He looked like a, a new player. He doesn't look like the Arsenal. Stuff. Yeah, he was trash at Arsenal. Yeah, he was. He was. Oh, another Everton just like uh, Leicester. I mean, they're uh. they're two center backs at fullback in this game because they don't have any healthy fullbacks. Yeah. And uh, Jordan Pickford also got benched. Yeah, yeah, it was it was about time, and and that yeah. backup is really good. Well, well, you can't call him backup anymore, but that Olsen guy can play. Trust me. Yeah. Um, Alana also came off injured in the 41st minute. Um, I don't know how bad his injury is. I haven't really seen. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he pulled, I think he pulled a hamstring or something, is what he did. But hopefully he's not injured just because he's such an important player to them. They really can't be losing another midfielder. Yeah. I mean, all of these teams, players. all of these teams this year are going to have to deal with a ton of injuries. Uh, yeah, so I mean, we can move on to the next. That's game, what I mean. we're talking about with with Spurs. I don't know if they can handle that. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, United the United Sheffield game. I mean, a uh, Burge, one of their midfielders, pulled up in the first like seven minutes of the game with a hamstring injury. It was off contact, running down the line. He got injured. Damn. Yeah. I mean, somehow uh, United again went down instantly and uh, clawed back to win. Um, 
Rashford's first goal was super, super nice. It was a beautiful ball at the top from Lindelof. I don't know if you guys saw the highlights before. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't dare watch that game. I wouldn't dare watch that game. I watched the first half and I was just – I didn't want to watch anymore. You're a brave man. Was... You're a brave man. <laughs> I also think it's really funny that Phil Jagielka uh, got subbed on and then got subbed off. Oh, uh, did he really? <laughs> yeah. It's getting old, man. Getting old. Ta- for tactics. <laughs> wasn't, I'm pretty sure it wasn't even an injury. But, yeah, he got subbed on in the 12th minute for the injury. And then he got pulled. He got subbed off in the 63rd minute to, so they could go more attacking because they're down 3-0 or 3-1. And, I mean, they scored again. Right back to 3-2. But Yeah, I don't get Man U. They, I don't get how they can, <laughs> they can be so bad. They can almost tie against Sheffield because this was legitimately almost a draw. Dean Henderson had, had to pull out a save at the end. But um, yeah, I mean, Dean Henderson pulled a shocker in the first five yeah, minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think De Gea is gonna get that job back pretty quick. Yeah, that was bad. Well, because of that specific scenario, like because of what he just did. <laughs> I mean, De Gea has been diving into his own goal recently, so who knows? <laughs> the Meslier. You can take your pick, bro. Mes- Meslier. Yeah. Mes- people don't even know that. That melee is bad. Nobody knows. Did you did you see what he did against um uh, uh West Ham? So, yes. Hit the ball straight at him. He went through his hand. That's the second time this season. Mm-hmm. There is one goal like that. Um, it was it was the Salah penalty against Fulham. You guys saw that? He literally kicked it right at the goalie, and the goalie just just went right through his hands. I was so um, stupid. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. But um, I I think part of the Melier thing too might be that Leeds concede so many shots. He just has so many opportunities for saves. People are like, "Wow, look at that good save! Look at that great save over there!" They don't notice that like Leeds aren't just getting scored on a ton because of their defenders. Like Melier genuinely is not that good at all. Yeah, he's not that good. He's young though. I feel like he has a he still has time to develop a little bit more. I mean, he's not like Keppa. I mean, like, at least he makes saves. So, like, I, I don't want to throw him under the bus that far. Because... Well, the reason I do is because people are raving about him. I mean, you know that. Some people rave yeah, about people... him. They're like, he's, he's one of the top young keepers in the world. He better not be. Or else we, we, got, a bad, <laughs> or else we got a bad group. One of the best, man. Yeah, so. I, I'll, take, up... I'll take Joey over Melier any day. Any day. <laughs> Touching up on the last couple of games, we had some board draws and Austin Villa Burnley, and then the Fulham Brighton game. Uh, Brighton had a goal called back from well back in the 48th minute, but uh, more draw them dropping points again. <sighs> hey, since you love Fla- Brighton, since you love flashbacks so much, how about we flashback to you were raving about Brighton too, and and I look at the good. Yeah, I, I love watching Brighton play still. <laughs> uh, they're Really missing Neil Mape. I mean, they're they for some reason they're starting well back over him. I feel like Mape is way better, but I know he's still coming back from his injury, but it's just it's frustrating because he's so much better. But it's whatever. Hopefully he gets back in the lineup uh, Bright- this Brighton, weekend. Brighton and Man U are polar opposites. I swear, Brighton <laughs> Brighton might as well be a yeah. better team than Man U, and they're in the complete different situations. Oh yeah, I mean, where is it, Brighton? I mean, they had... played each other. They played each other, and Brighton dominated them. One, two, 
Yeah, Brighton have the third most expected points right now, hmm. and they're they're sitting sixteenth. Yeah, I don't know how. Remember, that's not a measure of luck, though. That's more that that's. I mean, there's there's luck in there too, but that's not being clinical. They don't score goals as much as they should. Yeah. Well, going by the expected goals. Or, or it could be the keeper too, because you have that. Yeah, uh, going back to the goals, they're supposed to have seventeen so far, and they have seventeen or fifteen or seventeen and a half, and they have fifteen right now. And what about goals again? They see the twenty-one to a projected fourteen. Dang. It's just more on the defensive that's, side where they've. That's why Matty Ryan's not playing anymore. Or is he? Well, he played the and. He led in the he led in the soccer or well last he, weekend he didn't play yesterday. Yeah, I didn't play yesterday. But this weekend he led in the soccer. Mm. But um, other games this weekend we had West Ham Crystal Palace. What do you mean this week? Other bicycle and then Mateke scored again. But then he also got a red card. Classic Mateke performance right there. Honestly, I want yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 would, I wouldn't mind wrapping up soon and I want to talk about the upcoming fixtures because there's a lot of good ones this weekend yeah and the only other game we had that we didn't touch up on was Arsenal Southampton yeah that, which don't, finished 1-1 don't, don't even, don't even. <laughs> we, 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 we said, we said earlier we we're, we're done with Arsenal we said that earlier uh, shame, yeah. on, shame on Southampton for not being able to beat bum ass Arsenal shame on them <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You, you, watch us against City on Saturday. Watch us against City on Saturday. Us. <laughs> hey, us. He's he's our Southampton supporter. Yeah, he is. I'm a, I'm no longer a Spurs supporter. I just put Brighton and Austin Villa. Wait, we don't have any Spurs supporters anymore then? Oh no, no more Spurs supporters. Yeah. Just just Leeds, Southampton, <laughs> Brighton. Austin Villa. Yeah. <laughs> all that's left. We lost some Arsenal and Man City fans along the way. I don't know where they've been. But... I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, we're used yeah. to it from City. So, first game of this next upcoming week, we have uh, Palace-Liverpool, which we, you we said isn't one. That. You want to touch on that? I mean, I yeah, think right, Palace we'll, we'll, is no, good. No, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But we're not, talking, so about, are... we're not talking about Newcastle-Fulham. No, why are we talk about that? Oh, right? I just no thought, I thought you were gonna talk about every game. No, no, no. no, no. Okay, good. But yeah, Pal- I'm looking forward to. Oh. This is a game where I can see Liverpool slipping up. I'm not gonna lie. After having such a good performance in their last game, I feel like they might drop back down to reality and how they've been playing this year. Mm. Um, just be com- extremely unclinical. Which I mean, they weren't very clinical in the Spurs game either, but. I don't know. Oh, but let me. I see. I don't know what you guys, but I could see it being a draw. Well, or see... Palace win. I don't know. Let me see my little preamble that I, that I told you guys, which is that every uh, supposed big big six side, uh, we say supposed because Arsenal might get their card revoked. Um, is <laughs> is getting uh, in my book. Hey, I, I I said that they should get their card revoked, like. Uh, a while ago on this podcast, so you guys were like, "What? You can't revoke that card." Uh, well, I said, "No, I said Leicester should be top six team because they finished above Arsenal for like five straight years." 
was not they didn't they didn't finish ahead of them for five straight years. Come on, almost, it was, almost. It was. I'm pretty sure it's three of five. There's a big difference. But anyway, it is enough. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm done. They're gonna get relegated, and then and then we can. They're not even in the league, so how can they be big six when they're not even in the league? Arsenal get relegated. That would be the funniest day ever. That would be if they finish where they are now, which I would obviously they're not, but that would be ridiculous. That'd be anyway. Every supposed big six side is getting tested by the, I guess you could say the good middle teams or the the really really good middle teams because, yeah, it's every big six side, and then you have like six good middle teams. So the first one is Liverpool, Crystal Palace, um. And I, I agree with you, but I think Liverpool is going to win because that's kind of what they do. At least this year, they don't play that well, and then they still win. So why wouldn't they do yeah. that again? I mean, is this game home? Do you know? It's away. That's kind of what it's Selhurst it's Park. Selhurst. So I can see Crystal Palace taking some points away in this one. No fans. Throws that home, I Liverpool all the way. I don't think there's fans. But... London is a tier three again. Well, yeah, it's there's no fans. Not because of that, it's because the fact Liverpool have been undefeated for like 67 straight home games or something crazy. Yeah. They're just insanely good at home. Yeah, if it was at home, you'd just write it off. They don't. But you, yeah, don't, I mean, you don't think Palace, I don't think Palace wins. You think Palace got a yeah. chance at winning it? Well, Liverpool in six away games this year have seven points. And Palace, mm. six home games have eight points. Liverpool's won every single home game so far this year. But they've just been poor away. Which is interesting. Yeah, I I don't understand why they're... Um, the home away trends, I, I don't really follow that too much, but the there's some weird ones like Man U can't win a game at home and they win everything away. I, that doesn't make any sense. And they've won no, every single away game so far this year. And there's no fans. So there's no fans, but you you drive out of Manchester and you learn how to play. It doesn't make sense, but um, <laughs> yeah, I really want to do a big a big research project on that kind of stuff on home and away, what the effect is, and why it affects some teams and not others. I think that'd be really interesting to really look into. Yeah, yeah it but, affects uh, different. Sports. I mean, yeah, Liverpool will get tested. Don't don't you think they'll withstand the test? You don't think they're gonna win? I don't know. I feel like it's one of those games that can go either way, and I wouldn't be surprised. Like I, I, I wouldn't be surprised by any result in this game. I, I, I could agree with that. Uh, the, and then the next game is Southampton, Man City. That that should be a good game. That should be like that should actually. Be yeah, a this is two teams that are very good. So I feel like this should be a very very good game. Yeah. Because as far as I know, Southampton isn't the best at the back, but they, they can score goals. So, Yeah, 24 goals so far this year. Tied for the third most. Honestly, I, I don't know why, but I was thinking about this game earlier. I, I would predict the draw in this one. I think Southampton's going to end up getting a point. I just have a funny feeling that that City's not going to... Three draws in a row for City? Nah. Yeah. I just have a funny feeling. It's just one of those... I mean, City have drawn five games already. You're acting like another draw. Be crazy. <laughs> yeah, I could see a draw. I mean, it's one, it that, it's one on that you got to watch. We all got to watch that one because yeah. it's going to be entertaining. That's my favorite one. Probably top three. 
But um, next game, we have another one of the top six, just one of the mid six, except it's except it's it's probably gonna be the the mid six team. It's one hundred percent gonna take this one. (laughs) Well, at least Everton Everton is definitely the favorites. They're definitely the favorites. I think Thomas will be back too. Mm. And and they've done fine without him. Without him. Yep. So we'll be be the beast. We'll probably see. We'll probably see both of them starting in that game. We'll probably switch back to the back three that they've been playing some games. Play will be off the off the wing to match up with Arsenal's back three. So that should be a really interesting game I mean, to watch. As bad as Arsenal I mean, have been, this game could go so many different. This is such a hard game to break. It it could go so many different ways to me. Yeah, because I mean, Obama Yang just scored, so. And that makes me think maybe he has a pulse again. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I definitely wouldn't bet uh, on this. I don't. Yeah, yeah then, I really don't know. Like I said, fourth, there's so many interesting games. There's six genuinely interesting games. I I won't be watching yeah, the Liverpool the, game though. You're not gonna catch me at seven thirty in the morning to see Liverpool uh, yeah, Crystal Palace. Yeah, the fourth game of the weekend probably. Mm, you'd probably say the biggest one of the weekend. Again, uh, yeah, definitely Brighton. Just, be, just because Leicester's <laughs> biggest of oh. the mid six. Yeah, yeah. Who Leicester's probably top six in reality. But yeah, this should be an interesting game. I like to see how both teams line up. Only I, one point in between them both right now. I Spurs think, are at home. I feel that this could be. Um, I think that this is a pretty good matchup for you guys actually because. Leicester is sort of a counterattacking team. They're not as heavy as you guys, but but you know they they need space to operate, and uh-huh. you're you're not going to give them any space. So I I think Leicester are going to have a really tough time, and and I I think that this is going to be like a really good um address. It's going to be a really, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a really good game for for um Mourinho fans because I think it's going to be a typical Mourinho out, out um uh, performance. And the only question yeah. is, who are Leicester's center backs going to be? Because if they can have Fofana, Fofana's fit, right? Yeah, Fofana's they, the only one that's fit. Big three. I mean, indeed, he's not bad there. So, but he's then again, he's, 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 he's not a center back. How good he is! It's same with Fabinho. You like Fabinho's good at center back, but you much rather have him at CDM. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think you guys will get the job done. The best matchup for you guys is Leeds. I think you guys are going to eat Leeds alive. You're literally going to skin them uh, alive. What is that? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Imagine Sun v. Robin Cup. Who will win? Like, <laughs> uh-huh, That's true. That be, bro. Well, he's got some pace on him, though. And that's been the, like, uh, I mean, the rest of their backline is extremely slow. But if they play openly against us, I could they'll probably we'll probably win that game. Like it could be a four-one game, five-one game. Kane's gonna score off a corner with a header. Son's gonna score two on the counter. Like that, that off a Kane pass. Like <laughs> it'll be a big Kane stat padding day, that, in my opinion. That's gonna be ugly. Then. That's gonna be ugly. Speaking um, of leads, we yeah, have speaking of leads, some of the most is... bitter rivals in the world. But there's not yeah. gonna be, there's not gonna be any fans, so it's not gonna feel like that. Um, Loki, I think Man U is gonna tear leads up. A- any big team, if you have a good attack, you're gonna tear leads up. But specifically this, 
Bruno's going to be picking them apart. Rashford's going to be running rampant. I'm, I'm, I see that right now. And the reason I emphasize the counterattacking yeah. thing against oh. Leeds is because when they counterattack, you can counter them right back because they have all their numbers forward and Rashford's going to eat them alive. Hey, well, the thing is, I feel like this could be like the Liverpool-Leeds um, game. It could be like a big 3-2, 4-3 game because I don't feel like United's defense is that solid either. Mm. But, but well, they're, pre- they're pretty solid, though. They're not that vulnerable. I mean, pretty solid. Uh, they've conceded how many goals so far? They conceded 19 goals. The most in the top. The top 12. Six of those were in one game. Con- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, they conceded the seventh most goals. So, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, Leeds, Leeds will score, but I, I think Manu will. Uh... Clean this up. Yeah, yeah, I can see it in like a four-two yeah. game or a three-three-two. The way I see it, like Man U leads Spurs, Leicester. I feel somewhat confident how those will go versus City, Southampton, Palace, Liverpool, Everton, Arsenal. Those are and how confident are you uh, in the last game. How confident Chelsea, West Ham. am I in Chelsea West Ham? Uh, I'm the least confident in that game. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. I think we're gonna have Ziyech. If we have Ziyech, I'll be very confident, to be honest with you. He, he, I think he's that important. If, if there's anything that's shown from the last two games, it's how important he is, which is not good because you don't want to have someone... You don't want to have a player that can go down and then your team gets that much worse. I don't know if it's all the Ziyech effect, but I think that was a big part as to our little slump. Uh, either him or Pulisic are going to play in this game, so that makes me feel a little bit better, but it's going to be tough. I mean, didn't Pulisic play this weekend? Or this yeah. midweek game? He did. Mm. He did. Yeah. You haven't watched that game yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't recorded. Yeah, I don't know. That's going to be another good one, though. Chelsea West. Yeah. Yeah. And but. I think uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. We, we, we did a good job with the three-man crew. If I do say so myself. Yeah. Not <laughs> um, miss the boys. Well, we I miss them a ton because I'm trying to do the damn top ten. We're, just, we're trying <laughs> I know. to know the most the top ten so far. The top ten players in the prem. Yeah, that's be the, a lot of arguing. That's fun. the most important top ten we ever do. I want to throw my list so badly. Just what? so put our random players. In. Like just put like. Some random player at number one, just they have enough votes to get top ten. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just to annoy someone. I'm gonna have a heart attack <laughs> like, that episode. Like we need to get to it. It's like <laughs> my heart attack just keeps getting put off. <laughs> oh, you and Case are gonna have a meltdown. What about something on your list? What Grealish shit too? Stupid. No, just someone will say something and they'll just get mad. <laughs> Like, for no reason. I guarantee like, it. Like, Jesus is going to be Case's number seven. <laughs> exactly. The thing is, there's so there's a lot to unpack in that. Like, there's, I feel Kane, some people might have him eight. Others might have him one. I think no way anyone has him that low. You really don't think so? Bro, Seb- Sebastian, Sebastian <laughs> no. had Aguero at five in his strikers list. So, is Aguero <laughs> even going to make his list? <laughs> 
I bet he, yeah, girl definitely will. Girl definitely will. Just because that's how his list always are. They just don't add up at all. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, we'll we'll try and get that podcast out to you faithful listeners out there <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in again to the Bend It Like Bender podcast. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Oh, <laughs>